When you attend a gym class and you want to get the number by the end of it, you have to want to understand that you don't have that much time because people are kind of wandering to the changing rooms. It's not the normal gym floor scenario where she may be going about her weights, where there's strategies in module three, for example, for that. In this one, in this particular scenario, you finish a yoga class or a CrossFit class, or whatever the class may be. As you're walking, you have to, one, understand that it's a social circle, so your opener has to be a little bit more indirect. You can't just say, hey, you're cute, how to come and say hi, because you can only do that so many times and your reputation is burnt within a social circle. So the opener, different to most scenarios, where it be a shopping mall, a bar, a club, or a Starbucks, where it's not a social circle, there it should be direct, but in a gym it has to be indirect, that's one. And second of all, your time constraint. So what you might say in that scenario as you're walking with her, you can ask her actually something that's a really boring question and then build premise, interest, man-to-woman connection later. So the opener could very simply be, hey, you come here often. That's an opener you should never use in a bar or club or Starbucks because it's just too boring because you want to put your balls on the table. You want to convey intent in a much stronger fashion. But in that scenario, it's absolutely valid to begin, hey, do you come here often? She goes, yeah, 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 cool, yeah, me too. And then you have to go into oversharing and then you do the stuff from module five and six where you build attraction and you continue. Then you can go into oversharing, right? Then you can go into building attraction, but that's a really good opener. Very important, keep in mind, you don't want to be asking too many questions. Most guys, they just ask question and the question and the question. They, they latch onto questions as if it's a... What do, you, what do you call these orange rings that people hang on to in the swimming pool? What do you uh, call like them? Like a lasso, like a lasso, or like a... Yeah. yeah, whatever that is. They latch onto that. They're like, oh, question, question, question. I really just want to keep the conversation going. That's not what you want to be doing. So you want to overshare. Statement, statement, statement. You have to assume the burden of proactivity. You have to be willing to do the most amount of talking in the initial stage. And then what may happen is she may stop. And most likely she's going to stop. You're going to stand next to the water fountain or something, have a little bit of an interaction, be mindful of the environment. So you do want to let her, you do want to give her like a very gentle compliment, but not too much. And then by the end, you can simply close and you can say, look, you're probably on Instagram, right? Awesome. Cool. We should meet for a smoothie or some alcohol-free drink someday. That's a very cool date invite. You want to have the date invite before you go for the uh, IG close or number close. If you had four dates in the last five days and she's the only one that canceled my apologies you're not getting too much compassion today that's okay <laughs> unless she comes back and says that her grandmother died or a dog got hit by a bus of so or something of equal severity then she gets blocked immediately and she lost her chance for a better life four dates with four different women in the last seven days this would have been date number five but she canceled, so we have a 20% cancellation rate. That's perfectly fine. Why do you waste 45 to 60 minutes of your time spending it with somebody to have a polite conversation? By the way, when did you realize? Did you realize within the first 30 seconds that it wasn't going to be anything? Or when? When did you realize it? Because was it just physical looks? Were you catfish? Was it personality-wise? What was it? Nutritionally less disciplined. Put it that way. So why the hell do you waste 45 to 60 minutes with somebody that's never gonna go anywhere. You guys have to understand there's an opportunity cost associated with you wasting your time. Instead of that, you could have done four approaches, you could have spent time on online dating, you could have educated yourself, you could have had an ice cream with your mother perhaps, or at least a video or phone call with your mother if you happen to have a good relationship with her or if she's still alive, all of which I hope for you, obviously. But there's so many ways in which you could have used your time better than wasting 45 to 60 minutes of your time and hers. Completely wasted. Guys, let me tell you something.
your success in relationships, your success in any area of your life is largely correlated to your ability to tolerate stress and to be comfortable with conflict. The reason you spent 45 to 60 minutes with her, even though you realized in the first five seconds that this wasn't going to go anywhere, was because you were afraid of conflict. Yeah, you're afraid of conflict. Because, by the way, what is it really polite to waste 45 to 60 minutes of hers to give her hope when there really never was any? So it would have been actually way more polite. And I'm not calling you impolite at all. I'm not doing that. But it would have been way more polite to call it quit straight away and to just say hi and then just be like, oh, by the way, you can even count. You don't have to tell her she's fat. You don't have to tell her she's nutritionally undisciplined. You don't have to be that big a dick, okay? You can come up with, a, with an excuse to leave the date. You don't have to tell her, oh, wow, you're actually a lot heavier than I thought. That's why I don't want to continue that date. That's hurtful. You don't need to do that. What you can do instead is, you're like, look, I'd really love to do this date, but a friend of mine really has an issue right now, so I got to go. I'm very sorry. Happy to pay for your taxi home. Boom. I know it's not... Nice because I'm being honest, but you don't want to tell her, hey, you're too, you're fatter than you look on your pictures. That wouldn't be very kind, you know? But you don't owe her 45 to 60 minutes. So you were afraid of, oh, what if she's going to be a little bit disappointed? You didn't like that little feeling, that little stinge, that little twingy feeling. You didn't like that. And that's why you wasted 45 to 60 minutes of your time that you could have spent in a variety of other ways. Going forward, just understand, if you ever arrive on a date and she doesn't look like what she looks like on her pictures, you don't owe her a second of your time. You can be super polite and you're supposed to be super polite and super kind. But you can just come up with an excuse and say, hey, my brother has... An emergency, I really got to go take care of him, but I'm happy to pay for your taxi home. And you can pay for her Uber, or you can pay for a taxi home, or you can give 20 euros for petrol, or whatever the case may be. Or you can also be honest. You are. It is okay to be honest. And you can say, well, look, you do look different to your pictures, so I don't think this is going to make sense for us. Well, what about me looks different? You're fat! No, I'm joking. But you just, you can say, it's perfectly fine to say, well, look, you do look quite different to your pictures. Maybe that was just my perception. I don't think this is going to make sense for us. Wish you all the best. Are you just going to leave me here? Well, look, I'm happy to pay for your taxi home, but I wouldn't want to waste an hour of your time and even less of mine. You don't owe her a second of your time. You can be super kind and nice and walk away at any point in time. She has the exact same right. Would you have really preferred an hour and a half and then to never hear from her. This is bullshit as well because you would have just delayed the point of upset. You would have just delayed the point of frustration. You would have just delayed the point where you would have felt negative emotions towards her because the second she stops giving you that attentional validation, be that 15 minutes into the day or an hour or a couple of days later or three weeks in, you will feel the same amount, if not more negative emotions. So her telling you 15 minutes into the day that she wasn't interested in you is actually a very polite thing. Because you're going to feel the same amount of negative emotions. The only thing she does is she, she saves her as well as your time. You could have saved that girl 45 to 60 minutes time. Maybe this girl that's slightly nutritionally undisciplined had high hopes for having babies with you. And now that'll never come true and she cried herself to sleep. How dare you? I'm joking. As a man, you definitely have the advantage that if you take care of yourself and you learn epic communication skills, you can get an attractive woman no matter what you look like. That's really the truth. Yeah, because you're being disrespectful by leading her on. Yeah, that's the first thing I told you, but that didn't sink in. So now I'm trying to find an angle for where it fucking lands. Which, by the way, which, by the way, to honor you, 
says a lot of good things about you that the thing that made it land was how it impacted her as opposed to your time. So you value her emotions more than your own time, which says a lot of very good things about you. Okay, but go, going back to my other questions, why didn't you go for the kiss with the other ones? Ah, mindset problems. Oh, it's a coffee date in the morning. We're consuming caffeine as opposed to alcohol. I couldn't possibly offer her the kiss in a respectful way now, could I? Yeah. Nonsense! <laughs> what? We haven't had this conversation yet. That's why, that's what I'm saying. You change your thoughts, you change your actions, you change your results. That's exactly what happens, it's fine. But you should definitely go for the kiss after an hour, hour and a half. And then she can decide whether she wants to kiss you or not. And even if she doesn't want to kiss you, then that's not a problem either. Then you just meet again for a second date and then you move things forward gradually. But you gotta let her decide how fast she wants to move it forward. Now, if you owned a private jet, you could have a picture of you on a private jet. Now, I wouldn't necessarily... You can do that, that's fine, you know? Because you're not only gonna attract gold diggers, you also, it's gonna spark the interest of all women. Because all women get excited by that. Just some have finances as the primary motivator for entering a relationship with a dude. Guys, you have no idea how many DMs I get from people who wanna sell me this, sell me this, sell me that. And I look at the profiles and you can tell whether somebody's fake or real. You all can. But if you don't have a private jet, if that's not your car, never pose in front of a rental car. Da -da. You, can make a you can make an Instagram story if you have a rental car, but then you can, I would address the fact that it's rented because it all oh, makes you actually relatable because people crave authenticity. You're gonna get out of this life what you're willing to put into it. If you go to bars and clubs, but you don't have to, you're gonna get as much epicness, adventure, personal growth, dates, relationships out of this as you're willing to put into it. If you have acid, your results aren't even gonna be mediocre. They're gonna be terrible. Look at most men who go to bars. What do they do? They get a drink or two and they do maybe one approach, half drunk that night, and then they end up talking about it to their loser friends, who aren't even losers, who are probably even quite successful guys, and they talk about it. Ooh, look what I did, it was crazy, right? I talked to her for 13 seconds and she shook my hand and told me it was nice to meet you. Greatest insult known to man, by the way. You want to be the guy who takes action. You want to be the gladiator in the arena. Even if you get rejected over and over again, and you will get rejected, no problem. Happens to everybody. Anybody who takes action, including me, gets rejected. I get rejected a whole lot less than you guys. But of course I get rejected, of course. But no problem. It's completely fine, you get in a flow. And some, most rejections are actually really nice. A lot of times women will tell you, thank you so much for coming over, and you'll have a positive interactions. Sometimes they're gonna rip your chest open, take a shit in your soul, and literally tell you, fuck you, or fuck off, or get the fuck out of my face, and they'll be so rude. And you're like, wow, I didn't believe human beings could be so rude. And then you laugh about it, and you're like, hey, 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 and you move on. And then you go, and you take action, and you go, and you take action. And then you walk home, and if you've taken a lot of action, you will walk home with amazing results. And even if you have an evening that just sucks, you'll grow and you'll go out the next night and the universe will, God, whatever, will reward you. Will reward you and you will get... Yo, can you just mute yourself, please? Thank you. And you will get amazing results if you take action. It is inevitable because it's not just a numbers game, but for your skill set to improve, there has to be a degree of volume. 
And it's so awesome. And you will make experiences you wouldn't even believe. I have so many stories, guys. You wouldn't even believe it. And for you, you guys only want to do this for, oops, a short period of time. You're only supposed to be in this for a short period of time and then you go out and then you find someone. But why not make this time fucking epic? Why not make it epic? Because then you can teach your son to have the same thing. Because when your son turns 18, 21, whatever, you don't want him to get married straight away. You want him to have a couple of fun years, explore and then find someone. But you can only teach him. You can only have these bonding, high quality moments with your future son if you actually have the skill set yourself. You will miss out on amazing, fun memories with your future son if you can't pass on that skill set. So again, this is not just about you. This is affecting generations. You can now decide whether you want to have a generations of beta cuck sons or dominators. Guys who are going to get out there, be happy and have awesome times and just be the man. Not so that they're better than somebody else. That's not what this is about. But genuinely happy and feel strong about themselves. 